This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Monday episode of the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. And listeners, we are talking about random questions that have been submitted about Village Church. And here's our question for today, Michael. Culturally, are there some people that are not, not a good fit for your church. Absolutely. And uh, that's not a bad thing. No. So every church is unique and distinct. They have a DNA, they have a culture, they have values, they have a vision. And and uh, I, I tell people regularly when they come to Village Church, uh, I tell them, we will change anything, but if you come here with an agenda, it will never work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We don't change because somebody flexes their muscles. We've, we change because somebody has a great idea that accomplishes our mission and supports our values. Absolutely. There are some people mm-hmm. that are not a good cultural fit. Yep. And you have just blown some people's minds. Right. Shouldn't every church accommodate every kind of person? No, not at all. It's ridiculous and foolish. Should a business accommodate <laughs> every single... You know, it doesn't even... It's not even a logical thought, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why churches become impotent and they implode on themselves is because you try to appease everybody. Yeah, you, you, you cater to everyone. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest. Like, um, we had a guy come to church years ago, years ago, years ago. I mean, he's not listening to this, I guarantee it. And uh, he was there for two weeks and he looks me dead in the eyes and said, I intend to be an elder here. And oh, I just looked at him okay. and said, well, good luck on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sounds like he had an agenda. He had an agenda. And uh, there are multiple people that we meet with agendas and I will look them in the face and say, just so you know, I will call it, I got nothing to lose. Sure. It's, it is tremendous. And I, and I, I thank God right now I can say this. Mm. We're not desperate. We don't need you to go to our church. We love when people come to Village Church because yes, Village Church yes, we do. has been, it is one of the most healing communities I could have ever experienced being in. And totally when somebody comes into Village Church, I get excited for them. I'm like, you don't even know just the quality of, of people here that will literally love you better than you could possibly imagine. If you will, right. if you will jump in. Uh, if you will let your guard down, most of the, most of the people who don't connect to the village, it's because they don't jump in. They make decisions that hold themselves mm-hmm. back or they have all these guards or sometimes they're just in the wrong click and they need to find a different community um, with, within their whatever, you know. Um, but uh, we're not an enormous church, but we're not a tiny church. It's not like you right. go to church, there's 30 people mm-hmm. or 10 people, you know, like you can find places, you know. But uh, I find that most people, if they really, really want to, and they take the time, and they pray, and they engage, can can find a really amazing community at Village Church. Yes. So that being said, though, um, there are some people, um, for a couple reasons why they're not a good fit. The first one is, God hasn't called them to Village Church. Right. God has intentionally created many different local churches, yeah. and each local church has its own personality, its own culture, totally. its own mission, its its own direction. Now, obviously, we've got the Great Commission that should surpass every local church, and every sh- church, yeah. local church should embrace that. But every local church is different, just like yeah. every family is different, yeah. and it is something that's unique for the local church. And it is ingenious to me yeah. that God would provide many different local churches that people can plug into. Awesome. And one of the things that you and I uh, love to do is having a coffee connection where Mm -hmm. new people or people that have been fairly new to Village Church can meet with the pastors, meet with some of the staff, and ask the hard questions. And culturally— Yeah, we got grilled at the last one. It was sweet. I loved it. I love those. Those But often they will hear us say, 
we will be praying that Village Church is a church for you and that you'll get plugged into. But if not, yeah. we will be praying that you find a church that you can get connected into Absolutely. and get loved and, and cared for. Yeah, there are multiple times. Um, most of the time I, I meet with somebody who's new. Um, I'll tell them, look, Village may not be for you, but I know most of the guys in the area. And uh, if this is not a good fit, let me know sure. because um, we have some really, really great churches in the area. And you know, some people come and like, I need a Saturday night service. Well, we'll never do that. Right. So like, right. let me That's- point you to a couple places that love Jesus and love the gospel and they would love to serve you. And, and, uh, and just, so there, there's just the thing that God may have called them to a different church. Mm-hmm. And we take great joy in helping connect people to different churches, yes. um, within a 10 minute radius, five minute radius. I can think of 15 churches that are just incredible places and their unique DNAs and culture are just right. very, very different. And, and they're good. They're just different mm-hmm. like families. Um, there are some people who, um, by nature of their personality, um, are not going to want to stay in village because I, I think one of the, here's a unique, like, I guess, reality of village. Um, don't, and when I say this, don't read into this, like um, my view on spiritual gifts. I'm just using the, the, the words more functionally. Sure. Okay. Not theologically or mm-hmm. biblically. We have a lot of prophetic voices, meaning blunt, direct to the core. That is kinda, one of the cultural DNA yep, it's there. distinctives of Village Church. Yeah, like we kind of go right at in one of our statements that we make. Hey, we we go after the hunch. Yep, yep. And that's how we address yeah. each other lovingly. We will Got go to. after the hunch. We will call people out. Yep. We do that in a loving manner, not not in a not in a judgmental manner, but yeah. just say, hey, I love you, and I'm noticing something's going on in your life that I'm yep. I'm concerned about? Are you concerned about this? Have totally. you noticed this? Yep. Some people don't want that. They don't want it. And if you want to, if you want to continually not have people speak truth, if you want to make decisions that are not wise or godly and then pout and mope and be a victim, village will not be the place. And I don't mean work. to be mean when I say that. Right. There are a lot of Christians who want to be a victim. They don't even know what motivates them. There's mm-hmm. just something broken inside of them, enough rejection um, that, that, it is a state of being that many Christians find themselves in, which is why I said, um, like there are some people who can't connect to village because God doesn't want them there. There's some people who can't connect to village because of decisions they make because they have a victim mentality. Um, There are some people who can't connect to village for reasons I'm not articulating and uh, they're legit reasons. Yeah, they could be theological or they could could be personality-wise. Totally. You know, they look at you and say, hey, you know, I just can't connect with him because... Because he's too young. He's too whatever. Yeah, whatever. So like, uh, but if you want, uh, if you want a guy in the pulpit who's going to be fifty-five years old, village isn't going to be for you. If you mm-hmm. can't hear younger preachers, um, it's not going to be the place for you. If you demand that uh, women can be pastors, village may not be the place for you. Um, if you, I, I could go down the line. There's right. a million There's like a million different theological issues, and that's fine. I can literally point you to hand, a handful of churches right in the area who can like make those non-issues. If if you hate Calvinism, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but like you're you're going to have an issue if you're so dispensational. Everybody needs to be dispensational. Mm-hmm. Well, our leadership teams are all over the board sure. on that issue. You know, like we major on some things, we minor on other things, and some things are big deals and some things aren't. If trichotomy is this like massive <laughs> issue, you know, Tim and I don't agree. And most of you have no idea what we're talking about, but it doesn't even, that's the point. It doesn't matter, you know? And, and so um, if you, music, like often the older you are, um, the harder our music is for you, you know, yes. and that's fine. Our music is not getting quieter. Uh, it's probably going to get louder. And uh, we don't mean that to be offensive or anything of right. the sorts, but no church is ever going to meet all your whims and needs. That's not the point.
we are a servant leader church, which means we don't serve the egos of megalomaniacs. Every leader exists to serve, not to be the most important person. Um, that may sound really simple, but it works itself out in very interesting ways. Um, and so we, we say we are a decentralized church with an inverted leadership. Mm-hmm. That is counter ego. That yes. kills the ego of a leader. So if you want to be a leader in our church, um, you need to be the best servant and you need to be the lowest on the totem pole. Sure. We are a team building church. Uh, everything we do is about building teams. Every staff member we hire builds teams. This is what we this is what we do. And uh, some people want to be solo players. They want to mm-hmm. lead a ministry, get the glory. They want to be up front. Well, we are teams. Everyone is a team. We have team leaders, but those leaders are servant leaders. Um, that may sound easy, but under our teams, we have we are evaluating. Um, and so our teams are constantly assessing the quality. If you're a musician and you don't want to watch a video of yourself sing hear it and sit in an evaluation service about the tone and quality sure. of your voice, it may not be good for you. If mm-hmm. you're a creative and nobody can speak into your process, and that's going to be a problem. If you're a teacher and uh, you don't want anybody to tell you what went well and what also can be improved, if you don't want to grow, like those are those are challenges. We're a digital church. Everything we do is online. Yes. We push our app is online. We're trying to move our bulletin to be completely online. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is online. We're trying to get everybody away from that. Everybody, most people away from it. Save some paper and save yeah, some trees. Right. But like, if you just hate digital platforms, you know, like even this, like um, our preaching, we're, we're just such, we're so thoroughly digitally integrated that, and that's not going to stop. That's only going to, you know, amp up. Um, there are these values that we talk about. Um, we, we are a so what church, meaning we want to be able to change real time. So what, what does this mean? What do we need to do? How do we get there? I mean, it's not about um, just the content. It's about applying that content. Ab- absolutely. And, uh, and that pl- so like these are things that sound good, but values can either be stated or demanded and mm-hmm. we demand them. And yeah. um, sometimes, and we we, sometimes we miss the boat on it. And when we miss the boat, we got to go back and change that. But our goal is to not just write out values, but to really live them out. Um, and not just in leadership, but across the board in our church. Um, I think the evaluating one, actually, for most people, sounds the greatest until, until you're evaluating, yes. right? And um, and that's where like some people are like, you know what? I kind of don't want to hear other people's opinions mm-hmm. on my spiritual life or yeah. what I'm doing or how I can grow or how I can do better at something. And one of the things we say is like— I'm not Jesus. I'm not the best I can be. I'm not the most godly I can be. I don't have it all together, you know? And Right. And that's why one of our values is we're a family church. Yep. If a person wants to come to a church and they want to show up and then leave or show up, do their time, maybe they even serve and then go home. This church, Village Church, is not going to be a church for them. Yep. We are a family. Family loves each other. They love being together. They love doing things together. They love collaborating together, uh, serving one another you know, there are meanings and there are methods behind these statements. Yep. Can I tell you the one that I think it's most, most people, again, it sounds good until you, you live it. So uh, one is, um, we're a what if church. Village yeah. Church values visionary leadership. Here's what that means. Visionary leaders want things to do better and be better and they change and grow. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody comes with a great idea, it might be huge and big. Let's plant a church. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, so we we listen to vision. Vision yes. comes from so many different sources. Right. And as as elders, we want to hear the best ideas and implement them. But what that means is, is if you're in the church, you're going to feel like things are changing constantly. Right. If there is a better place to go, a better way to get there, we will shift our whole infrastructure 
to do it better, no, really no matter what the cost in terms of our staff and our organization, right. you know? And some people may not want that. They may want a church yeah. that kind of remains the same. All the time. Know, and all the time. There's not a lot of innovation and there's not a lot of creativity. God expects us to do our best. Yep. What we've done good today, tomorrow may be poor. Yep. One of the things we we put in this year's budget, for example, is a new initiative budget, mm-hmm. which is the new ideas that are going to come up that we don't even know about. And uh, we need to have some money in there to be able to really vet those out and pursue them and to see how well they're going to go. Right. It's not a huge amount of money, but it's enough to get the ball rolling and, mm-hmm. to, and to test and vet some stuff out. Well, that's in there because we're so what church. We want to be able to respond to the great ideas that people have and uh, invest in them to see whether or not they can really, really work and bless God's people and accomplish the mission. But like, if you're on the user end of Village Church, if you're sitting in the pews, you've seen 12 staff transitions in 14 months. You've seen a church planted, a constitutional change, a statement of faith up. You know, like, yes. you're watching all of these things change all the time, you know, and you're like, like, who do yeah. I talk to and who does what? And right. that's, that's hard. But the reason we're there is because we are a so what church, mm-hmm. which sounds adorable. Until, Until you're in it. You're and, in it. Yes. And someone comes up with a great idea and you're like, oh no, that's better than what we're doing now. We need to change. And then the trickle down effect is is palpable. Yes. So anyway, we could talk about this all day long. It, it, if you're going to be at Village, you have to be able to be flexible. You have to go with change. You have to know we're going to try things that may or may not work. Right. And you're going to have to be okay with it. And uh, we don't measure success uh, necessarily on whether or not everything works great. Um, we would rather try and fail than not try at all. Yes. And hopefully those are calculated risks so we don't you know, tank the organization or anything. But but that's part of being here. So there's some people who are just not a cultural fit. We're a church that we're evaluating. We're trying to improve. Mm-hmm. But we're a grace church. Mm-hmm. We're not a law church. Yep. And, it, and if a person comes with an agenda of, you know, thus saith the Lord and everything's got to be a certain way— then Village Church is not going to be a good fit for yep. you. And we won't be mad at you. We, I mean, yeah, there are other be. churches that want what you want, and right. we'll help you find that church. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll give you a hug on the way out. <laughs> yes. And when we get to heaven, it'll be great. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. We are going to be continuing our questions about Village Church, and the next question that we'll be addressing is, okay, for the pastors, what two or three other books have helped you form your theology? Mm-hmm.